Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. This is Richard Gearhart. And Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. At Passage to Profit, we're all about entrepreneurs and new businesses. Yes, people just like our listeners. People who want the freedom and rewards of owning their own business with all the opportunities available. There's never been a better time to start your own project. One way to get started is to be inspired. And one way to get inspired is to listen to Passage to Profit right here on WOR 710. You'll get great advice from those who made the journey and great tips and inspiration. Now, I want to talk about one of the firm's clients. His name is Max Gallo, and he came to our last pitch event at WeWorks and he pitched his product. His pitch was great. And he was selected to be a contestant at Passage to Profit. Most of the people get on that come to our pitch editions. He was so gracious and everyone liked him. He's a young guy. He's definitely going places. He'll be on a future show soon. So after the event, he went back to the Passage to Profit meetup page and wrote the following comment, and I just want to share it with you. Max writes, amazing event. I recommend it to anyone who wants to give their dreams a chance. I had a great time, and it was nice meeting all of you. And what I love about this quote is that he saw Passage to Profit as a way to give his dreams a chance. The people who come on the show and pitch get eight minutes of New York City airtime free to them because it's all paid for by our sponsors. That's why we're here, to give your dreams a chance. Do yourself a favor and give your dreams a chance, a chance to be heard by thousands. You can have a great experience meeting with one of our celebrity guest entrepreneurs. Come to a Passage to Profit meetup and pitch your idea to be on the show. Go to the meetup website or just Google Passage to Profit and sign up. It's that simple. This week, we have as our guest entrepreneur Kenya Gibson from iHeartRadio, otherwise known as the Media Maven, and the inspiration behind Passage to Profit. After that, you'll hear pitches from three up-and-coming entrepreneurs. After the pitches, you, our listeners, can go to the Passage to Profit page at GearheartLaw.com and vote for your favorite pitch. That's GearheartLaw, G as in girl, E-A-R-H-A-R-T, Law. You can vote for a week, but you only get to vote once. So don't forget to tell your friends to vote. And also like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you can't remember the name of the show, just imagine your friend who's on it or yourself walking down a passageway with a huge pot of gold at the end. Passage to profit. And may your passage be short and your profit be huge. After the break, we'll be featuring Kenya Gibson. Stay tuned. You're listening to Passage to Profit, WOR 710, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trade 
trademark and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Our special entrepreneur guest this week is Kenya Gibson, otherwise known as Coach Kenya. Her path to health and wellness was born from her own personal struggles of balancing a healthy lifestyle as a busy parent, creator, and entrepreneur. She is a certified wellness coach through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, motivated by exercise science, research, and a means to find an effective way to train the mind and the body. She created a program called EASE, E-A-S-E, which stands for Energizing, Active, Strength, and Exercise. Kenya has worked with many health and wellness brands such as Muscle Milk, Fitwater, and is a brand ambassador for the GAP's athleisure line, Athleta. As a lifestyle and wellness influencer, she has been featured on the Today Show, been recognized as one of New York's Women Who Mean Business, and leads wellness initiatives for companies such as PricewaterhouseCoopers, Crunch, and Athleta. Follow Kenya on Instagram at Coach Kenya. Welcome, Kenya. Tell us about Ease and how you came up with it and what you're doing with it. Yeah, so everything great in my life has really happened on the seat of rejection and Uh failure, Mm. believe it or not. And I was really failing at life. Um, I was not doing well financially. My health was not doing well. I was 65 pounds heavier than I am right now. Wasn't in the best relationship. I had so many things going on that just weren't healthy. And one day I was super broke. I walked into a YMCA in my local neighborhood. And I'm like, listen, I have no money for this membership, but I'm willing to work. And they gave me a job part-time selling memberships at the front desk. And the rest is history. History. I had somebody drag me into a group fitness class. I fell in love with it. That same person, shout out to Becca Jackson, I owe her a lot. Um, she dragged me to a certification for insanity, which I had never done before. I was like, am I going to go and I'm going to die? Yeah, I have like never I done insanity. I don't think I could. And they call it insanity for a reason, right? Totally so, true. Mm-hmm. Totally true. So I went to that and, and I caught the, the exercise bug and... I came back to the YMCA. I pitched them on an idea of doing small group training classes using the format because I was only one of the only people certified to teach it. And they bought it. And it really took off. And I taught my first class. I must have not have sucked because people started to come back <laughs> every week. And I've been teaching ever since. So an ease came from just I, I couldn't juggle everything in life. And and I, I liked exercise, but I didn't love exercise. And I was just busy. And I think I'm like everybody else where I feel like, you know, you have to do something healthy for yourself. You know, you have to move. And it's strong to be mind, body and spirit. But I think at the same time, we don't have a lot of time. And that's where ease came from. So it's a format that's designed to give you a really awesome workout in 25 minutes. And it's also designed to strengthen the mind as well as the body. And I feel like someone like you who has been overweight themselves and knows how really difficult it is to lose weight is 
probably someone I would want to work with more because someone who's always been skinny, God bless you people, I envy you so much, (laughs) is just not going to understand how it works for somebody who's trying to lose weight. Totally. I think there's a relatability factor when it comes to fitness. I work in sometimes what I feel is a very aesthetic industry and And I got to be honest with you, like I'm not the ripped, you know, six pack ab type of person. I am a real person who is strong and I feel like I can teach people how to have exercise or do exercise in a fun way and be inspirational in that and teach them how to live a healthy lifestyle on a whole different level. So I think there's a relatability factor because I'm like most people, right? I think not everybody has a lot of time to work out. Not everybody's like a fitness guru. Um, And I've just kind of taken some pieces of my life that have been healthy for me and put them together and help them to make sense. And that's what I'm hoping to do for other people. So Kenya, what do you say to people who say, I just don't like to exercise? I mean, how do you help them get from a point where they they don't like to exercise, but at least they do it, right? And, mm-hmm. and do people ever really like exercising? Does it ever become something that they like to do? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't always like to exercise. I think the most important thing is you have to find something fun that you like to do and and we'll talk a little bit about that later but I think you have to love it right you have to love it it has to be fulfilling to you I think of um, group exercise for me has been like a life saver because it's like therapy for 45 minutes I have to work out with people that's important for me and one of the things I realized that was so powerful about teaching was that I was able to change somebody's mood in 45 minutes so if they were having a rough day a bad day at work, they weren't in a good mood. We have the power as trainers to really like transform their day and, and have them leaving feeling very different. So that's a pretty powerful thing. And once I realized that and was able to tap into that, that's where ease came from and, and a lot of other things that I've been working on. I do think the psychological piece is extremely important to fitness and to weight loss and healthy weight and the whole thing. And if you can find a way to turn your mood around so that Hey, you don't really need that cookie to be happy because ease is making you happy. I think that's powerful. Totally, totally, totally. And and just going back to the whole failure thing, I, I felt like there were certain aspects of my life where I wasn't doing well, but it opened up opportunities for me to innovate and almost create miracles in an atmosphere where it looked pretty dim and pretty bleak. And I think we all have the power to do that. And I think we need to learn how to leverage failure and teach people that it's okay to fail openly because we all struggle with things and we all fall short. And it's about how you pick yourself up. Those, that's the difference between the successful people and the people that are kind of mediocre, the people who pick themselves up and they keep on going. Well, I don't know. I'm going to play devil's advocate here <laughs> because I know I, I, I agree with your perspective, mm-hmm. but... I mean, I've failed and it just sucks. I mean, it it really hurts. And so I guess it's great if you can find ways to deal with it and improve from it. But my my goal in life is to avoid failure as much as I can, right? You know, so. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. (laughs) It hasn't worked so far. But um, so, I mean, I do think what you're saying is true. I think how you look at it and how you think about it makes a big difference in how you how you how you rebound from it right so sure and, sure and um, and so I, I think that's important I mean one of the things too I think is what lessons do you take from failure I mean 
if you take the wrong lessons, right, then it's not really as helpful as if you can take the right lessons, you know. And Mm -hmm. I guess figuring those things out is uh, really important to understanding the experience and learning from it in the best possible way. Sure, sure. I heard Oprah say something so profound one time. She described failure and she said failure is just that thing, right, that helps you end up getting to your destination. You know, so it's the pieces to the puzzle that look like things aren't working out that ultimately allow you and push you into where you're destined to be. So that's kind of how I like to look at it. And I'm learning how to embrace failure. Um, Elizabeth and I were talking before the show and I actually had a recent failure that I'm going to totally put myself out there on New York radio with. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but I actually applied to be a part of the Z100 morning show with Elvis Duran. And it was a long process. The interview, I felt like it went super well. I felt like I had a real chance. And then something didn't resonate because it wasn't able to go to the next level. And that's like been my dream. I mean, it's like it's New York radio. I've worked in this business for almost like 15 years. It's like that's where you want to be, right? And it didn't work out. And Mm. I was like so bummed. And it took me like I think a whole weekend to emotionally like get over it. But then I'm like, I I saw something, a video that Barbara Cochran posted on her Facebook page. And I I encourage everybody to go watch this video. She was telling this story about how she was rejected from Shark Tank, Mm -hmm. right? Right. She wrote a letter to the producer and was like, I'm not, I'm not accepting no, because I'm not a fallback. I'm not second place. And it really inspired me. So when I was thinking about how to prepare for the show today, I'm like, we're going to be on here. Everybody's doing a pitch. You know, I never really had an opportunity to do a full on-air audition with Elvis. I should maybe use this as an opportunity to do my pitch that I never got to do. And I asked Elizabeth if it was okay, and she said, sure. So here I am. I hope I don't make a fool of myself. Okay, I feel Elvis, a little... Elvis, are you listening? <laughs> if anybody knows is connected to Elvis Duran, I, I mean, he's a phenomenal person. Um, he's been doing this for a very long time. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I feel very nauseous, though, at this point. Should I feel that way? Of no, course. We all feel good. nauseous when we put ourselves out there. Of course. Good to get your energy out. I know, yeah. I know, I know. So I guess who's going to time me? Because I'm certainly not going to be able to time myself. Time this has you. to be I'm like an official right. pitch. This is like part of the show. All right. Um, you let I'm me ready. know when you're ready. And how long are we doing? Two minutes? Well, that's the rule for everybody, right? I feel like I yeah. can't break the rule. All right, let's do the two minute. Two minutes. Rant. All right, cram as much as and you can. And if I in suck, there. like I really want you to tell me, like I suck. Well, we probably won't say that. <laughs> so, get ready. Three, two, one. All right. So, building the right team with the right energy and chemistry is no easy task. Staying alive in the radio business for the past twelve years has created a tenacity and a grit that has shaped my career and given me the opportunity to deliver myself and experiences in the most authentic way. And that, my friend, is what makes compelling radio. Generosity, empathy, compassion, charm, and quick wit are just some of the qualities I would bring as an addition to your show. And I'm looking to work, learn, and grow with the best. And in exchange for this opportunity, I will provide the most efficient service of which I am capable of rendering by delivering helpful and inspiring information to listeners in an entertaining way. So Elvis, oh dear Elvis, I simply ask for the opportunity to have a conversation about fulfilling the dream that's within my heart. 
Plus, I'd love to be the ebony to your ivory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's right. Right. yeah. That's and awesome. you forgot how lovable you are. Oh, I appreciate so. that. <laughs> and I not sure to mention how smart and creative. I mean, yes. Kenya was the inspiration for this show, and she's had so many fantastic ideas that have helped us get things to this point. So I, I think she'd be a real contributor to uh, Elvis's show. Elvis, you got to think about this because you're missing out on a great opportunity and a great contributor. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. You guys are great. I mean, I was thinking about something you said in the beginning about Max and how I, I wrote it down. You said that he was talking about how you're giving dreams a chance. And I almost became a little verklempt in the beginning because I'm like, God, this is why I'm sitting here today. And it was like a sign for me that I, I needed to do this for myself. And wherever it goes, like, I don't care. I just felt like I needed to fail publicly so that I could give other people the permission to do the same and to just own it. And it's not a big deal. Like, I'm going to end up where I'm supposed to be, right? But I need to work through the process, take failure, and just keep it moving. I think you are. My life has taken so many twists and turns. And when I was 10 years old growing up in Seattle, did I really ever see myself on a radio show in New York? <laughs> that wasn't even in my radar. So you never really know where your life is going to take you, but you have to jump in and take the chance, right? Totally. Right. Totally, totally. And you're giving people that opportunity every single week. And that says a lot about who you are as people. And we love being here, and nothing makes us happier than seeing our, our clients and our contestants uh, succeed. We feel like we're doing some small part in making the world a better or at least more interesting place, right? And uh, we're so grateful to have this radio show as a vehicle for that. And we'd like to invite all of our listeners, if you want to be on the show, by all means, Passage to Profit. Sign up for one of the pitch competitions. It's at WeWorks. We do them once a month. Go to the Passage to Profit meetup site, sign up, and you'll give us your pitch, and we'll see what we can do. Let's keep the good vibes going, right? Yeah. You're listening to Passage to Profit on The Voice of New York, 710 AM, WOR. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier passion patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearHeartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law. www.GearHeartLaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome back, entrepreneurs. So we're now to the pitch portion of our show. Each contestant will have a total of eight minutes to make their pitch. The first two minutes, they fly solo. And so for that time, describe their project and put it in the best possible light. The remaining time is for the Inquisition, where they'll be challenged by Richard, Elizabeth, and Kenya to describe their project in greater detail and convince the audience their project is best. At the end of the program, our listeners will be directed to the Passage to Profit page 
on the Gearheart Law website where our listeners can vote for the pitch they like best. So it is my pleasure to introduce San San Fibri. She has an incredible new app coming out. It's called Dream Me. And she is going to give us her pitch, and then we're going to have some fun with this. So there are two types of people. People like me who wake up every morning going, I have to tell you about my dream. And the rest of you poor people who have to listen to us. My name is Sansan. I'm the founder and CEO of Dreamy, the only artificial intelligence-powered dream interpretation app, providing personalized self-insights derived from your nightly dreams. We live in a hyper-stressed society. Over 100 million people in the U.S. suffer from stress and anxiety, often leading to chronic sleep disorders. And did you know that dream therapy has been clinically proven not only to reduce stress and anxiety-related sleep disorders, but to improve anything from relationships, job performance, and overall mental clarity and emotional health. It's no surprise that self-care apps and mindfulness apps are booming from meditation to psychotherapy apps to even astrology. In this day and age, we have no doubt of the importance of the mind-body wellness connection, and we have no doubt that technology can and does help. There are hundreds of thousands monthly Google searches for dream interpretation, what does my dream mean? Studies show that 25% of millennials discuss their dreams several times a week in person. Our dreams where we can directly access core issues have remained untapped resources. Dreamy is a fun and interactive app where you can log your dreams and find out what they mean. And it gives you that short little daily dopamine kick. The more you use the app, the more it grows better and more accurate. And we're growing as well as we're creating the first and only global dream wisdom bank. Join our dreamy revolution to help millions of people feel better, sleep better, be better. That's great. How do we find you? What's your website? Dreamy app. That's dreameappapp.com. Okay. Well, now I have the pleasure to have with me a delightful young millennial named Katie Brundage. And on the way here, she was telling me about a dream she had. So we thought, why not have her talk to you and see what this dream means? So take it away, Katie. Okay. So my dream was actually a pitch. So this is like a pitch within a pitch, a little bit of pitchception going on in here. My dream is that I am watching the show and I am producing the greatest musical that has ever existed. It's called Judge Judy, the musical. (laughs) I love it. I love Judge Judy. I love so it. So what does that mean? So, so, so can we get Judge Judy for this musical? I think <laughs> a star is born. Let's well, listen, go for I, it. I dreamt about Dreamy before I created it. So I absolutely do believe, you know, we have an ability to, we have a much better intuition when we're dreaming. We have an ability to make connections that our, our conscious mind can't make because it, it's not logic. But dreams are not logic. But then when you make it happen... Then it becomes logic. So let's go. Could you title the dream in three to five words? Judge Judy, the musical. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Um, Okay. So uh, if I were to give you some options, a musical is A, exciting, B, inspirational, C, silly, or D, threatening? Inspirational. Inspirational. Fantastic. And Judge Judy, who she is and her show and all that. So Judge Judy is authority, 
uh, B, strict, C, inspirational, D, entertaining. 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 Fantastic. <laughs> and you were producing the show, right? Yes. I think you're in a place in your life that you're feeling very inspired and you know that your destiny is to create something that's very entertaining and you are so much part of it that you were watching the show, but you were in the show and it's a pitch within a pitch about something that you're really dreaming about doing. And I think your dream, your subconscious is telling you, go for it. I think it's a really cool <laughs> idea, too, for a musical. So that's great, Katie. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. If anyone knows Lin-Manuel Miranda, hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I have a question for Sansan. Yes. So what inspired you to create this app? Yeah, so I've always had some uh, kind of obsession with dreams. Uh, uh, my dreams are very vivid. I remember them in a lot of details. And uh, since childhood, um, I was a filmmaker. And uh, that's, that's my background. I grew up in theater and film and TV. And really, uh, what I love doing is storytelling. And I realized at some point that dreams are kind of the stories we tell ourselves, but like the real truth on the inside. And if we learn to look at them, and then I studied uh, Jungian dream analysis, and so I understood that tapping into looking at them kind of gives us uh, an emotional GPS. We map out where we've come from emotionally, the emotional road that got us here, and how we feel about this or that, and where we really are at the moment, how we really feel about things at the moment and things in, your, in our life, whether it's relationships, job, and stuff. And the ability to see where you come from and where you're standing now gives me, it gave me a, a much better ability of making decisions, more informed decisions about my life going forward. And then I dreamt about an app that could do that. <laughs> Well, I think it's so groundbreaking, right? Because I think up until this point, all we had was, remember those dream books that you'd yeah. have? Dream dictionary. Yeah. You're supposed to wake up and start writing in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, what's time for that? Right, and the now thing you is... you can get the, on your iPhone. Those, <laughs> <laughs> right. Which you sleep with anyway. <laughs> which, we, which I sleep with anyway. Right, and with our app, you can, you, can, you can set the alarm and you can actually record your dream, not having to... Keeping your eyes closed, which gives you a better recollection. You can kind of retain the memory of the dream. But really what these dream dictionaries do, it's a little bit like you're comparing um, like a magazine horoscope. I mean, really every Aries people, all Aries people this month, no matter of their background and where they are in their lives, are going to go through this thing. So they tend to be very generic, mm -hmm. often irrelevant and kind of a one size fits all. And the, the most important thing about dream interpretation is that the symbol, the meaning behind the symbol in every symbol in your dream depends on the dreamer, depends on you. So how do you connect the different symbols to the different people? So is that something that evolves over time that the app records and then it has sort of an AI component? That too, absolutely. It's AI driven. Uh, but we're starting from, there's a lot of published research and this is more about cognitive behavior than about dreams in particular. I mean, yes, we're creating uh, a database of how people cognitively relate to images that appear in their dreams. But there's enough research out there to start with something of what could be four things that 
that range, uh, an emotional range that a person can have a connection. And that's where the, the AI comes in. It knows statistically what's more common. But then once we start gathering the data, gathering people's dreams, we start understanding humanity in a much deeper level. And we start, we might start recognizing certain trends, like women who are uh, married in a suburb uh, between these and these ages tend to have this type of dream, or people who are diagnosed with chronic depression maybe have a certain type of dream that we can later glean from and use as early detection and prevention. So this is a serious tool. I mean, this is something that has research behind it. Um, a lot of effort made into getting something that is going to be genuinely useful for the people who have the app. So Absolutely. And hopefully through the app we'll get stronger feedback, a better understanding of Correct. ourselves. Uh, do you think having the app will change the way people dream or the types of dreams that people have? I think it would it, it would change the way that dream recall is a muscle. So it will change the way that they remember their dreams. They're just going to start just setting an intention alone. There have been a lot of studies that uh, show that that alone setting an intention increases your uh, memory recall. But a lot of people are going to come for the fun. It's like doing a little, you know, BuzzFeed quiz first thing in the morning and you're getting this <laughs> self-disclosure, you're telling somebody about your dreams instead of like annoying somebody and you're getting a little bit learning something about yourself every morning. Yeah. Well, I am certainly getting on your list. We're, we're soft launching in September or October and we're doing a mega drive. Uh, the first 5,000 people to sign up, even now just on the website, you can go to www.dreamyapp.com and sign up and and the first 5,000 people will get their first year on Dreamy for free. That's awesome. That sounds great. Awesome. Thank you. I can't wait to get that app and, and make my husband use it, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you are listening to Passage to Profit on The Voice of New York, 710-WOR. And you can also hear the show anytime on iHeartRadio. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W Com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. On The Voice of New York 710WOR, I'm happy to introduce our next pitch contestant, Mr. Patrick O'Donnell, with the Swingshot, the sports training camera. And you've got two minutes, Patrick, so go for it. Okay, well, several years ago, um, a good friend of mine were playing golf once a week, and uh, we're, neither one of us are that good at it anyway, but we were playing <laughs> a lot worse than we used to be. <laughs> and uh, we kept saying, what am I doing wrong? And I kept, uh, we asked each other, what are we doing wrong? And, and we didn't have an answer to it. And uh, finally, he went home and he asked his wife, we can't seem to figure out what we're doing wrong on a golf course. And she said, why don't you videotape it? 
And uh, so that, that didn't make any sense to anybody who plays golf knows you can't really do that while you're playing a game of golf. So we came up with this, um, this idea of maybe we can get a standalone device that you could stick in the ground and uh, record us while we're playing golf without slowing down the pace of play, which is huge in a game of golf. So we, um, that's what we did. Next thing you know, we're, uh, you were on, writing on back of napkins at Starbucks after playing golf on Sundays. And, and uh, a couple of years later, we put some development costs into it. And we developed this standalone, high-definition, wide-angle uh, video camera for uh, primarily at the time for golf. And it was, uh, we did all the research interviews. We talked to golfers to see if they'd be interested in it. And we went to production several years ago, and it's been awesome. So it's designed really, um, since we're in radio land here, they can't really see what it looks like. But it's, it's uh, designed with a three-and-a-half-foot uh, split shaft and a stainless steel turf spike. And then the camera head has several preset modes that you can put it into. And you carry it in a golf bag, take it out as you approach your golf ball, stick it in the ground, push a button, and you basically could record your entire round of golf. Now, what's important about that? You know, when it comes to um, sports of any kind, being able to see what you do on a golf course or being able to see what you do on a court or on a field somewhere, uh, real time is a lot more important sometimes than what you do in practice. So what we did was really designed to stand alone so that people can see what they're doing, view it later on, be able to share it with their coaches, with their trainers, and then um, be able to analyze from that point. We did develop a Swingshot Pro app as well that does slow motion, zoom, uh, split screen analysis, and uh, annotation tools, and even a voiceover if you want to share it. So um, we've done a whole ecosystem with this, and, um, and now we're using it for multiple sports. So we were asked about this several times. Hey, I don't use it just for golf. I bring it to my kid's soccer game or to lacrosse or even to baseball, and we'd like to record those things and see them. So, so far, the feedback we've gotten from coaches and from trainers and teachers, parents and student athletes themselves has been fantastic. And they love the idea for the first time that they've been able to record themselves doing something without the help of somebody else. So that really is the genesis behind uh, developing SwingShot. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here, but it's been successful so far. Well, that's great. I, I've, I've played some golf. I can say it's a very frustrating game. So will this record me throwing my golf club down the fairway because I hit a bad shot? <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I'm well, not sure that I want this recorded and, you know, circulated, publicized. publicized. Well, uh, well I, what I didn't mention, it does have a microphone. So I've been working <laughs> Even worse. I'd be, more, I'd be more concerned about what you say when you throw that golf. But, um, yeah, you can edit it. I mean, it has editing tools within the app. And so you could um, – and we designed it so you couldn't really record – couldn't review what you're recording while you're playing the game because that would slow things down. So it's really you know, been used post-game so you can go back and review it or send it off to somebody to review. And I think that's what I love most about your, your product is that it's really a good teaching tool. Especially for kids when yep. they're young and you want to see how you can improve. And so I, I love that. As a, I have a kid who, he's not even a kid, he's like a grown man practically. He's 19, my son is 19, and he's a football player. And, you know, I wish I would have known about something like this, especially when he was growing up playing sports, because I could see how it would be so helpful in terms of improving his game and certain plays on the field. Sure. And especially he could do it um, if he was practicing on his own. The real, real ability here is stick in the ground and uh, do what you have to do and not have to have, wait for somebody to come around and record for you or bumble with it. So a lot of people ask us, um, well, you know, how about GoPro or action cameras and, and video, even your cell phone? Why, why wouldn't somebody use that? Several reasons. Number one, they're, they're not standalone devices. They're considered point of view or wearable type of devices to record what you see. And we're recording more like what you do. So uh, the question comes is what's valuable content? 
So, you know, action cameras have been very valuable for a while because you saw all kinds of unique video coming from someone's point of view. But after a while, you've seen one, you've seen them all. And that's why that market is kind of flattened out. And by the way, it is a multi-billion dollar specialty camera market out there still. Wow. And they're searching for different things out there. So we're the only one now that's specifically designed to record what you're actually doing, which um, we find is valuable content now. So, you know, we're not concerned about that market that's there. We're concerned about helping the student athlete or helping the the, even the pro athlete because we have quite a few pros that are using in various sports that are using our camera right now. The other thing I like about it, too, is we actually get to see it. So you guys listening should really go on the website and take a look at it. It's very like George Jetson space agey looking. People don't even know what it is. Um, and so it's kind of fun to carry one around, right? Yes, that was, and that was done by design. So um, oddly, I was, I was telling this to Richard before um, we, uh, we came on, but I, I said we, we, I thought I had this great idea of putting a head cover on this thing and stick it in the golf bag. And, and the problem with a head cover is it looks like every other golf club that's in there. So when we take the head cover off, now they see the unique qualities of this product and, and people are going up going, I can't tell you the way they say it, but they say, what the heck is that? Or, and we hear it all over the place. And, and, and you say, none of your business. <laughs> it's recording you right now, though. <laughs> and, and we have uh, we've sold a lot of cameras based on the fact that people like the unique look of the product. So um, that was very important for us. We made sure when we went to design it, we did not want it to look like a video camera. Mm. Right. And you were telling me, even though this has a stake to put in the ground, mm-hmm. you're actually making standalone ones for hard surfaces? We are. So right now what you do is you screw the stake in, uh, the, the stainless steel turf spike. And it's very solid, so those that have felt it know what we're talking about here. But but what we decide, do we get too much demand for other sports, whether it's swimming pool or whether it's a basketball court or any hard surface that's out there? And m- many fields now are turning into tech turf. So um, so what we've done is uh, we're design- in the midst of designing a, a hard court stand, so you just um, interchange, unscrew the uh, the turf spike and put, put the stand on. So we made it very simple. And it's just a single-button push, too. So um, that was very important for us. Simplicity was huge for us. So does this mean that I could stick it to the back of my car and you could watch me badly parallel park? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. So I wish we had had this for the end of our driveway when our son start, first started driving. <laughs> everything inside. I'd like to see when it came in at night. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's like anything else. You know, we've, we this thing has evolved. So people are like, I could use it for this and that. So we've heard all kinds of stories. I can tell you that. I could right? stick it to my daughter's bedroom window. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that concept of a standalone it, um, just has kind of lost itself in the, in the world of video. And so well, we're trying to make this uh, very functional, you know, not specific purpose. It's becoming more and more general. But again, the whole idea is be able to record what you're doing and not necessarily what you're seeing. Do any of these end up on YouTube? <laughs> a lot of them do. Okay. Uh, you can go and, and we're very fortunate that's expanding. And if, if it's up to us, we want to get as much video content as possible. But you know, we, the good thing about that is that people send in that video content, they are editing it. So that's great, Patrick. Can you tell us again where we can find Swingshot and uh, how our listeners can get their hands on one? Sure. It's a Swingshot sports training camera. It used to be golf, a golf camera, but we've evolved. And it's uh, Swingshot.com. So www.swingshot, just like it sounds, S-W-I-N-G-S-H-O-T.com. And uh, you can buy it right off our website or um, you can contact me if you had to. So Sounds great. For and <laughs> you're listening to Passage to Profit on the Voice of New York, 
710-WOR. We'll be right back with our final pitch. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R. H-A-R-T-L-A-W dot com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And now, our final pitch, last but certainly not least. And I don't know how this guy has not been on TV yet because he <laughs> looks like what he does. It's so cool. Thank you, thank you. So our next pitch is Kershaw Anthony. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Kershaw Anthony. I'm a professional dance choreographer and children's specialist. And I recently created this awesome dance high energy program for kids called Kaboom Kids. It's a fitness dance fitness program for grades pre-K all the way through 12 and also special needs. And the reason I created this program was the, uh, the major decrease in activity and also in physical education in the schools. In the past 10 years, they have decreased dramatically, whereas st- students are not getting their uh, regular everyday physical activity or just getting out and having fun. Kids are being more stressed out. They're being more obese. And in this day and age, they need more time to actually release. For me, it's what helped me out get through school. And to get me to where I was today was for me to be free, to be physically active, and just to get out there and have my energy, you know, really up and moving. And that's why Kaboom Kids was created. Um, What's so awesome and what's been happening lately was the fact that the government and the uh, education has been seeing the decrease and realizing that these students need more physical activity in the schools. So they have allocated billions of dollars in the past 10 10 years into programs just like mine to get these schools to get us into into their programs and into the schools for us to get these kids up, moving, educated, you know, to feel energized, to be motivated, and just to be more conscious of who they are and that they could just be kids. I really have my instructors behind us. Um, It's really good to, um, not from here, but from New York all the way to California. Um, We're really expanding the brand, seeing well over 100,000 kids a year, uh, well over 100 schools, and uh, we're just expanding. And it's it's just an awesome program for people to be involved in. That's great. That's great. So how did you start this? Like I said, I'm a dance choreographer. So before I uh, created the program, I was always teaching kids and adults for a very long time. Um, As I was going in life and growing up myself, um, fitness became more of an aspect of my life. Uh, I was more stressed out. Uh, You know, dancing wasn't really giving me that full um, sense of enjoyment anymore. I was really looking for something for me to just get out of the funk that I was in. And I started working out of gyms. And that time to myself really started like... Uh, it just helping me develop just to be more, more of a positive person and it was really giving me that energy to just to pick myself up and just continue to do things. And as I was doing that, I started seeing programs in the gyms that were dance related. So for me, I was like, I don't want to pay for, anymore for a gym membership. 
how do I become? <laughs> how do I not? How do I not do that? So <laughs> how do I not? Right, you know. So how do I not have that? So I was like, let me get a job doing this, and I said, hey, I could create this dance program, and I started teaching dance for adults, um, which it's called Kerbumka. And that that was created first, and uh, as that was developing and becoming more of a, an, an awesome thing for gyms to have, um, is when I started. Uh, I finally got invited to do a school health benefit, and from that day forward, when I did that program at the school, uh, the principal called me back and said, "Man, you have changed the game for the, for my school. My kids are, you know, so uh, so more active now. Um, we play music every morning now. We get the kids like to get up and they do your dance routine, and it, and the teachers love it. And he said, this is something you should definitely pursue, um, because schools are now really looking for programs like you to really get involved, you know, with." with what they do and from that point on I really got myself involved and man I mean it's been such a crazy roller coaster uh, but it really educated me into like the curriculums and what a kindergarten needs to learn uh, from a seventh grader and from a high school so it became more um, the program just became more relatable and awesome because you know now there was you know the curriculum was made up be- behind it to make it um, you know a positive influence for the schools so are all the instructors as energetic as you are uh, they have to be uh, so much <laughs> energy I want to be Become an instructor. <laughs> I, I, I want to sound like you. <laughs> it, it, it really is all about the energy, you know. I mean, if you could get the kids inspired uh, in that first five to ten minutes with your energy, and them just be able to relate to who you are, you could tell you could teach them anything, you mm-hmm. know. Then, then yeah. you have them. So it's why the program really works because you know we. It's that energy that our instructors need to have, um, which they're out there, you know. And for me as an entertainer, um, I wish at when I was growing up that I had something like this where I could actually do what I love to do and get paid for it. And on, in the, on the best return is helping the younger generation. That's great. So it was a win-win, you That's know. Great. So for me, it's what I, you know, try to get my peers. So, yeah. Kershaw, can you describe, like, some of the moves and the routine just because... We're on the radio, yeah, right? So of course. What, what do they do? What do they look like? So, you know, we uh, depending on the grade level, you know, we kind of like break down the steps and, the, you know, the, the kids get to learn some breakdancing steps, which is cool. So to get the, to learn about the strength and the respect of the art, you know, and that it's not just easy and anybody could do it. But, uh, you know, they learn some breakdance moves and some really cool movements to lean back and forward to. They just jam to some good music and it's just simple movements for them to understand and get. Because at the end of the day, you want them to feel like, wow, if I was able to do this and I'm not a dancer, you know, but dancing is in all of us. So these know? are like dance moves, these right? Are dance moves. Not, not these just are the old uh, calisthenics no, 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 and jumping no. these jacks. These are actual and... dance moves, hip hop inspired dance moves, cool. hip hop inspired dance moves. Yeah. So, cool. um, but you know, it's for each and everybody. Yeah. I give you a lot of credit too because I teach mostly adults in my classes. Kids are tough. Kids are tough, but <laughs> I, I, I'm a kid myself. Right. So, <laughs> so when they wild out, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm out. You know? so I think that's why it works. It works. <laughs> so what happens with the kid that was like me that like couldn't walk without falling down? <laughs> We couldn't do a dance move to save her life. So this is what makes the program awesome. You know, uh, when we go into the schools, we do either sessions or assemblies. So we have either from 50 kids up to 250 kids at a time. And within 45 minutes, we have each and every kid doing the same dance moves at the same time. And that's what gets the teachers and the principal being like, how did you do that? It's the way we break it down. Hmm. It's the way we teach you the steps. And once you're able to understand the way it's taught, those two left feet, We'll make it a right, most got definitely. It. I'm a know? professional two-stepper. Can you help me? Uh, listen, I got you, girl. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with home base. There's nothing wrong with home base. You know? 
higher. <laughs> oh, man. So you're expanding across the country. Yes. This is amazing. How many schools do you have, did you say? Um, we do well over 100, probably like 125, 130 schools a year. Um, and uh, that's just not in New York. We're in New Jersey, uh, you know, Buffalo, South Carolina, uh, Miami, California. Um, we're just expanding, you know, and this is something I feel like could be such a great franchise or a, yeah. a place where we could just set up in every state and because this is a problem everywhere and not just our country, but all over the world. Yeah. You know, so this is something that could really like manifest greatness just in our community and as business wise, you know, how we could just, you know, we could all capitalize, you know, goodness out of it. Sounds great. So do you have videotapes available for people to view? I mean, how can how can people get involved and yes. bring this to their school and their kids? So um, we are on YouTube. We're on every single social media outlet out there. Um, you can just type in Kaboom Kids, K-E-R, Boom, B-O-O-M, and K-I-D. Z as in zebra, Kaboom Kids. And you could go on there, and we have many YouTube links where teachers now could hop on and they could use it, utilize it um, um, with, their, with their students. Um, right now, we are creating a DVD that's just about, um, that's just about wrapped up that now the schools could you know, also buy for themselves, and they could have it you know, without us being there, and then eventually want the, the real thing to come to the school. And, and people can out. get certified through you, and right? And people can get certified, most definitely. Most awesome. definitely. So, okay, well, we're coming to the end of the segment. I'm sad. Uh, me too. This is uh, now. Afterwards, are you going to take me out and show me how to dance off the fall cap? It is on. I wish there was video. People need to see this. Come on. Thank you very much, Kershaw. This was really, really great, and I hope the whole country, whole world, starts using this for the kids. Yeah, so. Thank you very much. I hope so too. Okay, you're listening to Passage to Profit on the Voice of New York, seven ten W O R. And you can also hear the show anytime on iHeartRadio. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T. LAW.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. Remember everyone to go to the Passage to Profit page at GearHeartLaw.com. G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. And vote for your favorite project. To summarize, we had Sanson Fabri from Dreamy having the Dreamy app, which analyzes dreams. Next, we had Patrick O'Donnell, who pitched the Swingshot Sports Training Camera. And finally, we had Kershaw Anthony from Kaboom Kids, making all of our children happy and healthy through exercise. Now, Google Passage to Profit and make your choice. Remember, you can only vote once, and you have until next Sunday at 7 p.m. to vote. This evening's pitch contestants will receive a Passage to Profit t-shirt as soon as we get them printed. And the best overall vote-getter, 
for the month will receive an Amazon gift card. Have we decided what the amount of the Amazon gift card is going no, to be? No, that's yet? a surprise. So <laughs> depends I, I, on if we get more sponsors. How much can we afford? <laughs> you get a three dollar Amazon gift card. Try not to spend it all in one place. It may pay for shipping, right? <laughs> well, it'll be at least a hundred dollars. <laughs> If we get one of these rich banks to sign on, it could be more. So you've got a hundred bucks, huh? Yeah. All right. So, so, <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that before? So um, I just want to say thanks to everybody who participated. I really, really love hearing these pitches each week. If I could vote for one today, like I don't think I could choose. It's it would be such a tough choice. But I do think that the pitches show human ingenuity at its very best. Entrepreneurs are so creative. And where you may not think of a solution to a problem, somebody else may, and you may not have even realized that was a problem. And then you're like, oh, wow, if I could really take my golf swing or if we could put like music to dance or if I could know what that dream meant. And then all of a sudden you're like, why didn't I think of that? Those are such great ideas. But you probably have great ideas, too. So you just need to think of what yours are. So. That's what I love about being in the entrepreneurial space. Yeah. I mean, and that's what well, that's what's great about being in the entrepreneurial space. You get to see the future a few years ahead of time, right? And uh, I agree that the pitches were wonderful. And I want to say thanks again to our guest, Kenya Gibson, who took us over the top in so many ways. I just want to say thank you to you, too. I, I don't think you realize what you're, you're doing and the opportunity that you're providing for people. I mean, this is not just another show. It's an opportunity for people to get on here and share their dreams and their visions. And there's not a lot of places that allow people to do that. So God bless you for that. Oh, thank you. I mean, you got to go for it, right? I mean, they say that the things you regret most in life are the things you didn't try, right? And so this is a chance for people to try. And it's great being part of that process and a part of that journey. You know, we've done pretty well overall all things considered, right? Yeah. And now it's time to uh, to help some others on the way. So yeah. It's going to be really hard to choose. They were really great pitches today. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to. But, <laughs> but I, this is like looking at the future. And I've heard people say, if you could go back in the past or forward in the future, which would you choose? And mine is always forward in the future. I am just dying to see what's going to come along next. And this is like a glimpse of it. Like Richard said, it's a, it's a preview of what's coming down the pike. So you don't want to be living in that covered wagon, you know, dragging water from the well and growing crops. <laughs> Childbirth without pain medication? <laughs> no. That's so funny. I, I, I will leave us with this, though. In the words of one of my great radio mentors, he always used to tell me, Kenya, you don't happen to make it, you make it happen. And that's really what this show is all about. I love that. We're coming to the end, unfortunately, but we'll do this again next week. So, hey, we'd really like to thank our producer, Noah Fleischman, who keeps us on track, and our sound engineer, Rob Barretts, who really makes this sound good on the radio because we're always moving our mouths around (laughs) away from the speaker like we're not supposed to be. Don't forget to join us next week for another excellent speaker and another round of pitches. And listeners, you can pitch. You can start thinking about what your pitch will be. Just come talk to us in New York. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gerhart with Passage to Profit, 710 AM, WOR, the voice of New York. <laughs> <laughs>